0: Hello and welcome back to the A3 Footy Podcast. My name is Alex Catalano. Today, Alex Miller, we're in for a big episode of AFLW Action. Taking a look back at Round 4, looking ahead to Round 5. Plenty of action, another
1: bloody draw... And some teams undefeated up the top of the ladder. Yes, it's been a very interesting round that just happened. Some close ones, as you said, some draws and some shellacking. So, lots of breakdown and some very excited to talk about these two teams uh, yes. this week. Very exciting. One of
0: those two teams undefeated up the top of the ladder, Alex Doherty. The Western Bulldogs, oh. they're looking mighty.
2: Four and zip, we're looking We're looking very good, cat. I can't remember the last time, maybe maybe since we won the flag in 2018, oh. where, where, where we've looked pretty good. But big test this week against North Melbourne, but... Geez, I'll tell you what, it's it start it's starting to take shape already this this mm. season. Four four rounds in and we're already seeing, you know, the, the best emerge and and Port and, and Port well they, they've won their first first game this weekend.
0: They have. In convincing fashion too, Miller. It was the domination of the Swans oh. uh, on Saturday. Oh. Well, well so, go, go it. on, Doc.
2: No. I'd say I'd say it's more red and white witches hats than a football <laughs> team. It's li- literally it's literally just Mon Ham, Lauren Spaghetti, and um, and Brooke Lachlan take on the world at the moment. Miller, it was, at, it, was it was
0: Good to see Mon come back in this week, Miller. Only a couple of weeks out, fair with injury, and getting the Rising Star nomination yeah. too. She was very very good. Yes, Jazzy you... Fleming stiff as though. Very. Oh. I was going to say very unlucky. What's she got to do to get a, a nomination? At I this think point? she's got to
1: write her name on the award before the <laughs> round starts. <laughs> That'll huh? be the only way that she can get her hands on. She's a star though. She's been. Really really good early. Jeez. But yeah, look, it's interesting. I think, well, Port were clinical in this game. I think that you saw the difference. The biggest thing obviously was the clearance numbers cap finally resulted in some big scoring opportunities for, mm. the, for Port that had been pretty solid in the midfield, but 33 clearances to 19 this week. And as Doc said, the Witches hats led only f- 12 inside 50s or Swans, but 40 uh, yeah. to Port. So the biggest thing is that they looked really clean around the stoppages and I think that they're trying to find their mojo a little, a little bit, as we have said with the expansion teams. It always takes probably two or three rounds, doc, to get blending. And it looks like Port. I, I know it is only Sydney, but they've got a bit of a bit of form now.
2: Yeah, well, as a, as I say, you know, it takes one win to sort of get the ball rolling, yep. Miller. And I think i've i've paid I've paid a bit of close attention to Port this this season. I thought round one against West Coast, they were very good in two quarters. Yeah, patchy. Uh, very, very patchy. You know, probably like like if if they played. West Coast maybe in round eight they probably would have won that game. Mm. Yeah, against the Dogs they were thoroughly outclassed by a, a, a much more I'd say experienced outfit. Hard to believe I'd say that about <laughs> about a Bulldogs team that's lost so many players to expansion. But they're, but they they're starting to f- they're starting to get continuity in that list and they're starting to get everything together and they're looking really good. The Dogs, but they were outclassed against the Dogs Port and last week against Carlton was a bit like watching the West Coast game where mm. they had a, a like a, sh- a short period where they dominated the Blues and then they just fell away late, and it sort of made me question whether or not they are a four-quarter outfit.
0: Yeah, even even in this game, the second quarter, Doc, they didn't put a goal on the board, but I think those first and third quarters in Mm. particular really make up for it. I'm really impressed as well, Miller, with that score, putting up 10 goals, no Gemma Houghton, Erin Phillips didn't kick a goal. No, She gave off three goal assists as well, which I know Doc is very filthy about when we get to my team of the week a bit later, but to do that, hitting the scoreboard that heavily without your two most experienced goal kickers is pretty good.
1: Yeah, well, one of the Week, who we'll get to later, was a big part of that. But also, I thought Perry was really good, Kat. Yeah, I f- thought her
0: first game of the year, Yeah, Britt
1: Perry for the power. And I think she'll be important in the back half of this season. I think that she's a really clever player where she knows how to get a goal. And she looks creative. I mean, she only had the, the nine touches, but every one of them you thought that she was going to do something with it. But it's a great point, Kat. Um, I think that... Yeah, the the second quarter is a bit concerning, but you pointed out the third quarter. I thought that that's when a lot of teams are going to challenge, different to the Swans, Mm. you know, throughout the year. So it's good that they can get a bit of form in that. But I tell you what, just the blend as well through this game, it's probably giving a lot of individuals cat a lot of confidence going forward.
0: The the midfield group Mm. I take huge positives from in this game. Doc, I've spoken about Port before. They're the number one pressure team in the competition, number one tackling team in the competition most importantly. And in this game... Dowrick, fourteen tackles, Jackie Olsen thirteen, um, Ebo Day and Hannah Ewing's eight each. That is just ludicrous levels of numbers.
2: Uh, it, it, we, uh, we said that I, I, I said it about Port a few weeks ago when they played West Coast. I thought they they absolutely smothered them around contest, and they probably should have won that game. Yep. And and now uh, and I think this is something that Sydney should be looking at. And I don't and I don't mean to drag it back to Sydney again, but <sighs> Port dominated them, contested ball and clearances. Mm. But and when you do that. The best thing you need to do is start tackling, and Port out yep. tackled them, a- yep. and that just speaks about not meant not not enough swans standing up. But about the Port players, I th- I thought they were just magnificent. We're, I, I speak at length all the time about how Jackie Yorson's a great tackler. I think she's probably mm. in the top top percentile of tacklers in 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 the competition. Yeah, and and Abby Darrick is proving week after <laughs> week just why. It's amazing how clubs have not well, have, I ne- don't have neglected to look this at this
0: kid. The top three of the rising star right now for me has to be Ewing's. Scott and uh, Derek. Those three are clear the, ahead yeah. of the rest oh, of the pack. Of uh, the nominees at the moment.
2: Yeah, of the nominees at the moment. Yeah, I, I, I'd say that's close. I Once think Jazzy
0: Fleming gets the nomination, she'll be in the mix. Wilcox Will Cox close. Oh, she's been she's very, very good,
2: close.
0: She's been very good. I think those three have shown mm. a lot week to week, though. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how Riley goes for the rest of the season. Um, but those three bid been magni- magnificent. Yeah, Speaking l- of players as well, sorry, Miller. Oh, yeah, you go. They've been magnificent. We put the challenge to Olivia Levicki as the number one ruck this week. She was always going to have a hard time uh, with Liz McGrath out, but she comprehensively beat Ellie Morfitt in this game.
1: Yeah. She actually won the hit-outs by three um, in that individual matchup. but I thought that she actually... Moved around the ground all right. She she had a bit of all, couple of handballs um, from the Vicky. Four clearances too. Yeah, very good numbers. So, look, if she just gets involved at those stoppages, I think that's the biggest thing um, that you can do if you get mm. a take on – which is obviously going to be the, the main ruck. Um, I think that's going to be the the main thing for Port is just, well, let's, let's use her as an extra yeah. person at stoppage. And I think she's been really good. It's going to be tough, tough season, you know, until, mm. you know, that support's back in the side. But I think that she she did really well this week.
2: I'll, I'd like to point out as well, there was two other players that I thought I was very impressed with. Um, one probably... Over the last couple of weeks, and that was Jade, Jade Demello. Yes, like, like you, love Demello. You, you asked a question about where the goals come from minus Houghton Miller, but I think mm. Demello is one of them, and, and the the way she just sort of doubles back and leads and 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 just gets herself into the right spots, it, that's an uncanny ability as a forward. That, in, that incredibly
1: hardworking, you. isn't she, Doc, off Ab- the ball? Absolutely. She's,
2: she's,
0: got she's got a spark to her too. Ooh. Like She's one of those players that I think brings the energy, which you need in a group of youngsters. I think when they're getting a bit down, when they're yeah. losing games, she is just a, such a lively character. Uh, and especially, you forget she's 29 as well, Miller. She's been bobbling around in the sand for W for ages. Um, and it's good to see her getting another shot after being at Frio for... She's only there for two games two. Or, or so. Yeah. yeah, So, well-deserved second chance for her. And I agree, Doc. She's going to be such an important part of this forward group uh, for the rest of this year. And I, I just want to say, the other the other player I want to mention is Yasmin Dersmer, who came
2: in. I think it was her debut on Saturday. Mm. And she just did not look out of place as a footballer. Yep. Uh, five intercept possession and three score involvements and 200 metres gained off nine touches <laughs> is, is a very, very good return of of a player who... Has got a good football pedigree. His bro, her brother's, a, a, a an established player at Port, and the father's played AFL footy as well. So, I, I think I, I think it's pretty safe to say she knows a thing or two about how to play the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: it goes alright. I thought she'd get a debut earlier. Um, I, watching her in the practice game, I thought her skills Ooh. were just elite. So silky uh, with her kicking skills, but. All in all, they should be very happy with his performance as well. The tackling pressure I mentioned, but the talls too have been really solid. I think Halfpenny showed a fair bit too um, in her couple of games. She took, kicked her first goal on this one. She was a great marking presence. Levicki we already talked about. Indy Tahu in the back line as well. She's really starting to find her swing. Uh, and Alex Ballard as well. She hasn't mm. had too many touches in a few of her games, but she's starting to really become that solid, consistent defender. I thought she showed a lot against the Dogs, and I thought she was really solid again this week. So all in all, big tick for Port out of this week and that's a lot of momentum to carry into a hugely important game on
1: Sunday Miller against Gold Coast, who have been vulnerable at times. I would back them in with a chance. Yeah, it's going to be a really interesting contest, I think. Uh, I I think whoever gets, you know, the scoreboard ticking over first will be the real winner of this game. And I think that both teams have really good clearance and midfielders that have all been working extremely hard all year. Talk about one of those women a bit later. Um, Fantastic. But I think that that will be the thing. Whoever can get a goal or two early and just sort of wrestle momentum and, and get forward a stoppage will be key. But Suns have been no slouch. They came up um, you yeah, know, good. against a the very... Yeah, this week. They've been pretty consistent, I think. They did really well against the Saints, I thought. so. Um,
0: yeah, be talk about a few individual Suns a bit later on. Doc, you want us to talk about the Cats. Uh, an interesting game for them against North Melbourne on Friday evening. Uh, we knew it was going to be a bit of a slog. Uh, Geelong <laughs> like to make games slogs. So it seems to be their their identity, which doesn't make for pretty viewing, but they do have two of the three best contested ball-winning players in the competition in Amy McDonald, which is no surprise to many, but Georgie Prosparcus as well, Doc. She has just exploded this year.
2: I, I th- look, I, I reckon we need to take this time and just <laughs> take this time to process that Georgie Prisparkis is still in her first year of senior football, technically speaking, <laughs> first year of football, and she's leading the uh, the Coaches Association votes. After, it is ridiculous. After four rounds. She's 32.
0: Uh, she does not have an All-Australian selection ready to go for her right now. I don't know what to say. She's been elite. And going up against one of the other best contested ball players mm. in the league, in Jazzy Ghana as well, Doc. I, I just don't know how she does it. 32 disposals. I think 17 of them were contested. Which is just ridiculous. Nine no tackles as well. Yeah. She's oh. insane in this I, fire.
2: I, I don't know how she does it, but look, as, as much look, there is a lot of good things to talk about Geelong, but there is one glaring thing <laughs> that I really that's bothering me.
0: Something yeah. tells me it's going to be the forward line. It's the forward,
2: Yeah, it is. <laughs> well, of course. Well, of course it's the well, well. Of course it's the forward line. You got me. I, I think the <laughs> back, the, the midfield. We, we we talk. We can talk about it at length. You know, McDonald, Nana Morrison, George Prasbarkis. The cat, the cats are firing on all cylinders yeah. in the midfield department. The defend, defensive group is really good as well. I mean, I, I thought I was really impressed with Annabelle Johnson on the weekend.
0: Johnson's development this year has been another big one, mm. Doc. I think every now and then she'll have those kicks that'll just be a little bit off, but I think she's come a long, long way very quickly.
2: Yeah, I, I, I think the way the way she intercepts really, really well has been spectacular, and uh, and as well Meg McDonald, you know what you're going to get from her week in week out. She's she's one of the top interceptors in the competition, but. It's, that, it's a damn forward line. Mm. You know, you, you're not
0: going to win games of football kicking one goal or two goals a game every week. Yeah, and, and I, I think Laura Gardner had a really positive game in this one, but obviously she's rotating through the midfield a bit too. Uh, but you're right, Doc. The, there's too many in that forward line that just aren't contributing. Shear has been inconsistent <sighs> across the season. The rest of them have barely put a score on the board. So and I don't really know <laughs> how you approach that at the, the moment.
2: And the thing about it, Mill, is, is that... Geelong, have, Geelong on, Friday night against, on Friday night against North, they pretty much beat them in every in every statistical category. Mm. Be- beat them in clearances, plus ten contested possessions. They beat them by by about tw- uh, thirteen uh, uncontested ball, plus thirty two. Uh, sorry, plus th- uh, twenty eight. Sorry, uh, uh, marks. They they beat them in marks. They've uh, and and tackles were pretty much break even as well just the, the, the inside 50s and, and the efficiency inside 50, they, they only went 25%. Yeah, 35 inside
1: uh, 50s. Yeah, five more entries, but, you know, just could not convert. And that's been a real story of the season, obviously, early days for Geelong, is that they, as you said, Doc, to kick it off, they're winning the ball, but... You've got to be able to convert when you go inside your Ford 50, and it's important against sides. I know it was extremely wet, uh, almost like it was uh, a... <laughs> Horrid condition. ...the Queensland theme parks. Wet and wild. It was that uh, <laughs> that wet out on the ground. But I think that teams like North, you've got to be able to be competitive scoreboard-wise. If you are going to beat them in categories, which, as you said, Geelong did, they just didn't get the reward offensively from it. Yeah, mm. and,
2: and, and we talk about the forward line. You know, I, I, I've, I've said it for the best part of 12 last 12 months that Chloe years should be playing more as a midfielder yep. not, not as a forward i mean she i mean we've seen her at, we've seen her at times at she she can put a goal on the board here and there but she's not the one that you should be hanging your hat on no. when when the when the going gets tough mm. and I, I don't know who else is there down there well, I, that's mean, I mean georgia clark was pretty was pretty ineffective um and she yeah. and she's been in good touch in the vflw the last 12, 12 to 18 months you know you've got jackie Perry that was brought in from from Melbourne to 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 come in and, and help put, be that be a piece of the puzzle and she kicked the goal I thought
1: she was actually very good well that's my issue there is what do- Doc spoke about there Cat is that who do they go to when they need a goal or two well I, that's I just it don't yeah. know who that player is
0: you've right brought now. in an experienced player like Shelly Scott who's obviously an experienced marking forward. But she hasn't had a goal-kicking season since, you know, 2021. She had a great season, and we sung her praises heaps then. We did. But last year, she only kicked the two majors, and well, that was it.
2: Well, they're playing Shelley Scott back, and I think that's incredibly dumb. You've got to get dumb, up in the forward line. Incredibly dumbfounding when you consider the fact that Geelong have not kicked more than two goals. Uh, like the the highest, highest number of goals they've kicked is three this year.
0: Yeah. And they've also taken Gunjaka out of the forward line too, Doc. She's also now playing as a key defender.
2: I think Gunjaka. I think Gunjaka works as. A, I think she's worth. She does.
0: But I think that the issue mainly is that everyone who they've brought in that has mm. key forward ability has either become a defender or is not kicking goals.
2: Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I think and, they
0: and need to look to the draft this year to bring in a young key forward who's going to be a big part of that forward line for a long time. Olivia yeah. Barber leaving as well. I don't think helped. No, Miller. She hasn't done a whole lot at the Pies. They'd obviously had her struggles with injury
1: early, but structurally she could have helped just being in there. That's right. And that's the biggest thing. I, I I just keep coming back to the point is that I just don't know, looking at how the team lines up. I think, agreed, I think Scott needs to go forward, just given that yeah. there's no one there that I look at, at the Geelong sort of forward structure that's going to kick one or two or ne- can do it when they need mm. it. And I, I think that's the biggest thing. Yeah, they probably will go hard at the draft count, but... Well, you they, know, well we're in the middle of a season right now. They've got to find an answer now. Doc.
2: Well, they brought in Mia Skinner this week mm. uh, as a tall as a tall target and shared a really good VFLW campaign, but Again, yeah. only had two touches.
1: but uh, but Probably wasn't the conditions. Yeah, I
2: was going to say, in, in defence, it's yeah. probably not the, the type of game. You give her another
1: will. crack this week. And against sure. a very good uh, North Melbourne back six.
2: Yeah. So like, this is, it's going to be a big test for them this week because they've got St. Kilda on, on, on the Thursday. Yeah.
1: Well, th- this is the thing. The Saints have done well
0: against teams where Greiser and Shearlaw can get off the chain. Um, and obviously, against. The, I don't think they're going to struggle the Cats defenders, but if they let them get one or two off,
1: <laughs> you never know what might happen. Yeah, Graz is in very good form at the moment. Yeah. Well,
2: they're all in very good form.
1: whole <laughs> Saints team.
2: Well, you yeah, we with the exception of Saturday, the, <laughs> the Fords have all been in, <laughs> they pre, have. in pretty good touch. I mean, Sheila's still leading the goalkeeping competition. Well, well that's something mm.
1: there in itself. You compare, we were both, all three of us were saying pre-season that in terms of teams, Geelong and St Kilda are on very different levels, but Saints have got their forward line clicking early. And then yeah, the cats. Are the Geelong aren't there, there yet. They're at a sort of. I just don't know where they're at. I don't know structurally just who is going to be that player to kick, you know, consistent goals, and that's who you, they need to find.
2: You can't just expect Georgia Prisparcus to just magically wave a wand and say, "I'll kick two goals
0: for you." <laughs> if there's any chance for them to find a bit of structure, it is this week though, because the Saints' back line is in all sorts right now. Mm. Uh, I will say Hannah Priest, I thought, had a great game on the weekend, and I think she'll hopefully stand up again tomorrow.
2: I, I, I thought Bianca Jacobson, with her spot compromised, because she likes to play a little bit more loose. Yeah. She was forced to play more one-on-one. She gave, she, I thought she was pretty good too.
0: Yeah, Fitzpatrick comes back in this week as well, which is good news. Um, Ott Ot
2: back in yet? or
0: No, she's about three weeks away, I think, okay. uh, Ott. But... Yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's an interesting clash, and I'm keen to see who we're going to tip because mm. I'm sort of umming and ahhing both yeah. ways. <laughs> oh, there's
2: going to be a few games here we're going to be umming and ahhing about. I reckon. Yeah,
0: Nothing to um and ahhing about this, So Let's have a look at our winner of the week. Who's the woman, boys? I'll start with you, Miller, while we are talking about the Cats and this game one of their opposition, kicked a few nice snags this week.
1: Yes, it's going to be... Uh, we've already got the, the human desk uh, in the uh, AFR, <laughs> man. <laughs> so we've got the wall, the great wall of Mickey and she is fantastic. <laughs> the I great thought, wall of Ireland. <laughs> she was fantastic. She kicked two goals, ten touches, uh, two masks, along with three tackles. But I really thought her influence, given the conditions, were, was really good. I think that she's a player as well, that North have been, you know, sort of crying out for a little bit in terms of someone that's going to be able to kick goals. Um, you know, if given the opportunity, she's got mm. great goal sense um, and, you know, outscored Geelong almost by herself. She kicked two <laughs> goals and can't kick too, but she looks really dangerous and the biggest thing is her pressure. I think off-off yeah. ball is what I've been really impressed with. So, she is definitely my woman of the week from North Melbourne.
2: Rapid, we <laughs> we're rapidly building a, a new office at A3. We've got the human desk, and now we've got a human wall. We just need, we just need a
1: couple of lights and a fan and yeah. a human roof too. Yeah, human, human roof. Um, we're it's all sorted. To put a roof over our shoulders. Uh, I,
0: <laughs> it's funny to think, Doc. Six weeks ago, this woman wasn't even in the country, let alone playing football. Yeah. Yeah,
2: it's, that's ridiculous. She and played
0: her first game of footy in that practice game against Adelaide it's it's <laughs> just outstanding how she can come on so fast
2: uh, and i think i think double applies to um, Erica O'Shea as well who Absolutely. I, I, I thought i thought had a really good last quarter yeah. uh, just a, a lot of, a lot of them stood up in that defensive half and she yeah. was she was magnificent
0: doc you've gone a young gun for your woman of the week <laughs> oh.
2: oh she she's taking she's taking my heart after about 3 games but she just took <laughs> her game to another level and we talked about port yeah. before but we reserved this one for, for this occasion. And Hannah, Hannah Ewings with her yes. performance against the Witches Hats in Sydney. Three goals won, 19 disposals, eight tackles and nine clearances. 417 <laughs> metres gained, Bella. We know you love that statistic. But also as well, I, I thought five score involvements, five inside 50s, 13 contested possessions for a 17-, 18-year-old kid. That 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 that's just absolutely phenomenal numbers, and we and we've talked about the draft incredible. episodes before. You know, we we talked about how Ella Roberts is the god of this year's <laughs> draft class, and I think Hannah Ewing's is a close second. And yep. and I think it's been the consensus around everybody who sort of studied the draft that Hannah Ewing's is the number two talent in this year's draft class. But this yeah. was just a magnificent performance. It was a, it was a coming of age performance. She got the Rising Star nomination last week. But she's uh, mm. cle- clearly stamped her uh, authority, and she sent the message to Paige Scott saying, <laughs> I'm,
0: oh, coming I'm, com- I'm, I'm coming for it. Come for the medal. I'm coming for it. No, she was awesome in this game. And uh, one of the things that I think was said about her in the, the draft, Doc, was she's the most complete midfielder in this draft. We've seen her 100% going ahead of the ball. We've seen mm. her behind the ball. We've seen her dominating in the clearances as well. Uh, she's just got so much to her game already as an 18-year-old kid. <sighs> Uh, I just can't believe what she's doing out there on the footy field. I think it's it's three years of playing against senior women yeah. as well. Miller, she made her Sandville yeah. debut when she was 15. Like That's scary. <laughs> as, as
2: Luke Darcy says, you can't be doing that. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. You just can't be. But it's amazing how these kids come in and dominate. It it's almost sort of reminds me of the journey Stephen Canelio had, Doc, into the AFL where he was, made his waffle debut at 16 and he won the bloody best on ground <laughs> medal in the grand final. And then... Well, yeah, there there you go. And
2: now he's managed to con his way into a GWS captaincy <laughs> spot.
0: <laughs> oh, I, I'm, you I'm you big on Hannah. I'm Hannah, excited to hear your yes. Woman away. I'm big on this woman. She was, I think, an OG favourite of the uh, <laughs> the boys at A three back in the 2020 season. She absolutely exploded onto the scene at the Gold Coast Suns, and that is none other than Kalinda Howard. Oh, yes. Boys, nothing makes me happier than seeing this woman recapturing her best footy. She was a little bit shaky last year. Had her roles off half-back along the wing, but she's gone back into the forward line this season and she's shown just why Cam Joyce is willing to put that face in her again. Two goals in this game, 22 disposals, two marks. She was absolutely everywhere. When she wasn't kicking the goals, Doc, she was setting them up with her teammates alongside Courtney Jones, who was equally as elite in this uh, forward line for the Suns. We've been asking who's going to kick the goals in there this year. Perko's gone, obviously Spuddy Sermon, down to Port Adelaide as well. A lot of pressure on the shoulders of Tara mm. Bohana, but for Howells and Jones to stand up the way they did this week, I thought that was fantastic.
2: I uh, spot on. Uh, I could not be any more. Uh, I said it about Courtney Jones uh, before she got traded to the Gold Coast. I thought it'd be a yeah. magnificent, uh, a magnificent acquisition for them, and this performance delivered it. And I'm not. And and Kalinda was just absolutely magnificent. I thought. Uh, I'd love to know what a GPS numbers because every every time you <laughs> yeah. every time you you know paid close attention, she was either You know, sprinting down towards the back line to get the ball, and then she was sprinting (laughs) back down to to receive the ball to try and trying to kick it inside fifty. I thought it was magnificent. She's
1: got an amazing work rate. I think just not even covering covering territory, but. From getting to contest to contest is yep. the biggest thing. And yeah, I absolutely. think, yeah,
0: it's clear her fitness was a pretty big focus this offseason. She looks
1: confident again, Kat, yeah. doesn't that she? Was,
0: that was what stood out to me, was her confidence to yeah. take it on. She had a couple of shots at goal, which went out of bounds as well, but just the confidence from anywhere in the 50, yeah. she was just willing to take it on. And I thought that's Kalinda Howe's playing at her absolute best. That's yep. that's, yeah, that's right. That's when you see her. Yep,
2: absolutely. And, and, on, and on Courtney Jones as well, Kat, 12 mm-hmm. score involvements. That's... <laughs> That that's an absurd amount. Of, you don't of, see that every day of involvement from a from a forward. Yeah, uh, and I tell you what, if she if she kicked straight, She kicked one goal, three. But I tell you what, if she'd kicked you know three goals or four goals, she would have been hands down my woman of the week this week because she was bloody fantastic. <laughs>
0: Absolutely, run through the results of the rest of the games quickly, and then we'll get a look at the ladder as well. Miller Friday, as we mentioned, North taking down Geelong by two goals. Saturday starting off the morning, West Coast beating GWS by seven points. They're two and two now, the Eagles. Actually, flying, well, not flying, but they're going all right, Miller. They're They gl- <laughs> haven't got full lift off yet, but they are. They're know. not flying, they're falling with style. Yes. <laughs> uh, Gold Coast beating St. Kilda by 14 points. Port with the absolute demolition of the Swans by 11 goals. Another bloody draw for Carlton Dock against Frio this time. Mm. <sighs>
2: I don't I don't I don't know who I don't know who's who's worse in this situation <laughs> Freo for choking it or, or Carlton for sort of just getting mm. there and then just stopping.
1: Uh
0: equally is rubbish. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I was Freo looked better this week. They More did. performers they out were, of the team.
2: They were, they were much much better this week Freo. Um if Anya Tie wasn't such a spud uh, <laughs> and, and, and kick a goal from 10, 10 meters out would literally oh. very little angle to speak of.
0: They would have won it. Ah oh, well. Still learning how to kick the footy, hey?
2: Yeah, well...
0: (laughs) You got, she, you got to have patience with she, the only, Irish she's,
2: only, she's, only been, she's only been at Fremantle for four years, Kat. <laughs> how, how much longer does she need?
0: Turbo did say she was one of the best players she's ever seen. Well, <laughs> uh, well. <laughs> Oops. might have to rescind it after Probably that Probably, yeah, I was going
1: to say, <laughs> retract those comments <laughs> ASAP. Alex
0: Doherty's doggies getting over the top of the Hawks in horrible conditions of Box Hill City Oval by five goals. Undefeated, um, as they said,
2: I'm not, I'm not sure if it was Box Hill or if it was the Swamp. <laughs> Look, looked absolutely atrocious in those conditions. A yeah.
0: yes, few games that got washed out this week. Uh, the Crows getting over the Pies by five points. Pretty good game in that one. Uh, Crows on three wins and one loss now, so they're looking pretty good. Uh, The Tigers in a heart stopper over the Bombers. I was heartbroken, Miller. And the final game of the A3 Cup, (laughs) unless unless there's a meeting in finals, which I'm not ruling out (sighs) uh, between any of our three teams, could happen. Well,
2: well, all three of our teams are in the eight at the moment. They are, it's true. Stop stop the (laughs) (laughs) count.
1: Get us in finals. I'll tell you what, Kat, I did say we spoke about, I thought the effort of your your group on the weekend was fantastic. I think that's one thing that I've been really impressed with this and group is that never die. They just always are in the contest. And even if they think that they're, you know, behind, they just, they fight back.
0: Yeah. I I got to speak exclusively to the coaches and the presses because no other journos decided to bloody rock up. Um, But... (sighs) Nat, one of the things she said was she was impressed with the fight that they showed mm. and never giving up, uh, which they have done all season. And conversely, Ferg said that uh, he want the, one of the girls to take out of it how bloody hard they had to fight yeah. to win the game. Yeah. So it was a clear slog for both of them. Uh, great contest. All in all, great contest. Should cracking have heard ga- the, the, the game. The crowd in the last quarter, boys, when Amber Clark kicked a goal and it went back to the center. I don't think I've heard a Bombers crowd much louder than that this year. It was outstanding. That was a,
2: that was a ridiculous goal.
0: Well, <laughs> what a way to kick you first. Uh, the last game of the round, the Lions getting over the Ds to be on top of the ladder. They're absolutely flying at the moment, boys. We'll have a look at the ladder. Miller, starting from the bottom, and we'll head up to the top eight.
1: Yes, it's a big grim down the bottom, as expected. Hawthorne and Sydney uh, in 18th and 17th, respectively, without a win. Frio, the only reason they've got two points <laughs> is off the draw, so they'll take that in 16th. Uh, the Giants also 1-3. and They sit 15th. Port. Uh, they're 14th with one win, two draws, and a uh, sorry, one win, two losses, and a draw. West Coast two and two. They sit on the same as um, Gold Coast, the same points as Carlton, but they have the draw as well. Uh, also two and two are North and Geelong in 10th and 9th. Then the top eight, Richmond have snuck in there a bit of Ooh percentage, yes. not much in it, but we'll take it. Um, St Kilda also two and two, along with the Bombers two and two. They ended in a six. Um, the crows they've actually been pretty solid to start of the year they're three and one they're in fifth on the same amount as Collingwood uh sorry Melbourne in fourth and Collingwood in third and then the dogs as ex- as said earlier doc is very happy big smile on his face four and0 but Brisbane a cut above boys 321.7 <laughs> percent four and0 they've only conceded 83 points but they've scored 267. The next best offence is 192, which is your mob cat, actually. Yeah, no, it's a good game is West Coast for us. <laughs> yeah, that.
2: yeah, no, didn't they score like 80 points on the West Coast? Yeah, yeah I
1: don't
0: mind at 83, that's all right. But,
2: uh, that I just want to say as well, on the Bulldogs, I know it's great to be 4-0, but it, we also need to you know pay attention to who they've beaten, and they've beaten 14th, 15th, 16th, <laughs> and 17th.
0: It only gets harder from here, Doc. To be fair, I think the rest of the year you've still got a pretty good draw, I back you in against the Cats in Ballarat. Oh, that'll be
2: that'll be a big test for both of us.
0: Yeah, that'll be a very very good game. The Saints you also play up there too. Uh, The Eagles you've got away, which I know is a bit of a traumatizing matchup for you. (laughs) Uh, And then Carlton in the last round. Why
2: do we always play West Coast over there? It doesn't make any (laughs) sense.
0: Because I know the Eagles, that's the only thing that gives them a shot of winning, I think. Yeah, yeah, well, uh, speaking
1: right. of shot of winning, we've got none this week, so I'm calling a bye <laughs> for Richmond. Uh, we don't want to play Brisbane because they're that bloody good at the moment. Yes, I spoke to <laughs>
0: Ellie McKenzie this morning at a media opportunity and she said she's very nervous about playing the Lions. No one wants to play
1: them at the moment. Good, good opportunity for us, I it think, is, to just see is. where we're at. We've had some you know, tough games recently, but I think, obviously, Brisbane at the... Beyond the uh, the trendsetters at the moment, they yeah. they they are the thing. Um, so it's look, they're, it, they're the thing. Aren't they it? are the footy. So I think if you get Miller back in this week, uh, mate, you should be very confident with the back line. I think we need an extra eight players on the field uh, <laughs> if we are to beat them because they look that good, Brisbane. But it should be a good good effort. I hope they have crack.
0: Should be a good contest. We'll crack into the team of the week and Docs rolling all Australian as well. Uh, I'll start us off, boys, because it was a yes. very interesting round. This week a lot of individual performances. I couldn't name them all boys because it was very, very uh, I've, hard Real. I've,
2: I've had a look at this team cat and, and look, I'm I'm gonna say it's good. Oh. Doc's not, a not little bit filthy with the no. it. no. it's, it's good. It's not as great as some of the others you've put in <laughs> recent times, yeah. No, Kat. we've got some A3 <laughs>
1: contributions. Oh, well, but,
2: but, but it's still good, and, I'm, 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 and I want to hear you say it.
1: At
0: least I'm not cobbin' flack from Freer supporters this season, Doc. <laughs> oh, no. Apparently, I'm b- I'm biased against WA teams, even though I had three players from West Coast in my team that Let, week. Well, they so can't
1: read. So,
0: so uh, anyway, <laughs> we'll start from the back line. And speaking of West Coast, this woman was an absolute standout against the Giants. Uh, Sophie McDonald, boys. Uh, she's very yeah, She was very good. Flown one. under the radar, oh. I think. this season, but she's gotten some really big jobs, Uh, and this week it was Cora Staunton who she kept goalless for the first time in, I think it was I think you had the start Doc. I don't remember how long it has been, but it's been a minute since Cora hasn't hit the scoreboard. Uh, let's just say that.
2: Yeah. yeah, it's been a West
0: Australian. <laughs> <been it. laughs> and Sophie was elite on her five tackles in the first quarter alone, Miller. Uh, yeah, crazy yeah. pressure. That's a great... I like that selection to kick us off. That's very good. Uh, yeah. Jodie Hicks at the opposite end of the ground. Uh, she's been... Hasn't had uh, too many standout performances yet, but this was her probably best game of AFLW, especially since returning to the Giants. She was elite out of the back line. 21 disposals, 275 <coughs> metres gained... Uh, the other woman doing that for Richmond, Eilish Shireen Miller. This is three selections in the team of the week for Eilish. Uh, if she's not got an All-Australian selection by now, she'd have to be very, very close to being
1: locked in. I tell you what, she has had an amazing start to the season because the big Williams cat that we've snuck a win, and mm. if she wasn't playing, we wouldn't have. I yep. think that the way that she attacks the footy with confidence is something that... Is what we've needed for a while. I think that that's something that the Richmond defense has been a bit lack with, is a, mm. aggressive coming out of the bank. But she's been fantastic to study. She's been awesome. Uh, 572
0: metres gained. Is that Ridiculous. all?
1: Ridiculous. That's insane. 20
0: disposals. And she took two shots of goal. Libby Graham said she's yeah. a bit desperate for that, sh- for that goal. She wants <laughs> I it. I have heard that she she's wants very keen for
1: a snake.
2: <laughs> 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 I, t- I tell you what, it, it, certainly evident, it was certainly evident the last couple of weeks. She, <laughs> she loves she, creeping up the She's definitely, definitely pushing herself up t- inside 50 and trying to get as much on- onto it as possible. I tell you what,
1: though, when she has the shot, she works her backside off to get back. Oh, she's, she's, her tank is amazing. Her tank is insanely good. That's I, a great I, selection.
2: I, I don't remember anyone getting five. Hundred metres game before in an FLW game.
1: It's, it's
0: ludicrous. Uh, Chelsea Bedell, I've got at centre-half back. She was fantastic against the Pies, really strong part of the Crows' defence and has been all year, really since she moved to the back line last season. She's been great at it. Hannah Priest, I mentioned her before. Hannah, not Rachel Priest. Doc, <laughs> according to Jack Heverin. Uh, she plays oh, he, cricket, not he, footy. Oh,
2: he had a mare on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> had, I, like, I usually like listening to him. But he just had a mare. He got a lot of things wrong.
0: Said uh, Nat Exon's had a fantastic return from injury. She's averaged three touches, boys. (laughs) But never mind that. Priestie was fantastic in the back line. Did what a leader should do 17 disposals, nine marks, three tackles. She was awesome without Clara Fitzpatrick and Beck Ott in there. (laughs) Into the middle, my ruck, no surprise, Bree Moody. I've been in love with her season and her last season, robbed of an All-Australian selection while you two boys are still cacking up over there. <laughs> I'm
2: cacking it here, man. <laughs>
1: they're, they're definitely ripping into him at the ad breaks.
0: Bree Moody, uh, 14 disposals, 6 marks, 2 tackles, a clearance, 31 hitouts, and a
1: goal out of the ruck in the dying stages of the game. Has her work rate for fall fall the stoppages this year? I think that she's done an amazing job. Yep. Really impressed. Yeah, nice. absolutely. She's
2: just proving to be head and shoulders above everybody else at the moment.
0: I've got one of her mates in the midfield as well, Abby McKay. Boys, oh, what dude. a season she's had. Career I went, best. I went early on my woman of the week and ran
1: uh, two cat. She's been yeah. insane.
0: She lit it up this week. 29 disposals, 10 clearances, 9 tackles. She just put that midfield group on her back. And it's only going to get harder from here with more bloody injuries for the Blues she's too. She's so effing good. Charlie Rowbottom. Couldn't not get Chaz in there. Uh, she was speaking of
2: speaking of effort. Good.
0: Well, oh, she she's had a little bit to wear yeah. being in the forward line at times this year, but to, in this game she was in the midfield all day. Thirty disposals, nine tackles, six clearances. That's why you keep Charlie Redbottom in the midfield. From here, Kat, she has to play the rest of the season in the mid. I think. She has to. I think they're, they're finding that structure in the forward yeah. line. I think with Jones in well, there, How is in good form. Jack Dupay as well, who we've given yep. some rap stock. Yep. Uh, the her past two weeks have been really, really solid too. I think.
1: They'll be all right in the forward yeah, line. Yeah, they look more settled. Yeah, definitely more settled than the previous seasons as <laughs> yeah. well.
0: Kirsty Lamb in her fiftieth game, yes. Doc. She just exploded in the swamp, as we said at City Oval. Uh, <laughs> absolutely mammoth game from her. Twenty-five touches, seven clearances, five tackles, and the goal. And didn't she love it?
2: Oh, didn't she? Didn't they Didn't they all love it? They when did. They, they loved it every time when somebody got a goal. They got around Izzy Pritchard. Uh, yeah. uh, after she kicked her first goal, it was just magnificent scenes. And
0: I, w- I will say, Doc. I know you haven't watched the Docco yet but there was an episode focusing on the Dogs' win over Adelaide last season. Oh, my God. And we were introduced to what the Dogs like to call the fifth quarter, which oh. is the after the game, they get the speaker, someone's got the, the big boombox speaker on their shoulders and – 10 15 minutes they're just partying the, the, the night away
2: that's I do I do remember I, I do know that I do know of that because they've it has been it's been highly talked about in amongst the um the uh, the supporter circles that they they go they go around they have a big they have a big um big unce unce, um,
1: so I'm sure Lam- about 10 minutes after a game
0: lamy would have had the boom box yeah, well, after the game if this you week, think lambmy didn't have the
1: boombox, <laughs> you're an idiot she, she would have claimed that after the goal would have gone into the huddle cat and said uh I'll be having that for I the know team.
0: she's a very quiet modest type dog but yeah. there's no I wish she would have been after that. It's game. just
2: ridiculous, how, just how good she continues to get. Kirstie Lamb, like when, when you thought she had a good, good season last last season. She just comes out and she's just... She's elevated. She actually has and, and, elevated. And just, come, and just comes out and finds another level. She hasn't
1: sustained where she's at. she's at. actually elevated. Yep. Which is hard to do, Absolutely considering how agree. well she was last year. Uh, on the wings, I've got Caitlin Ashmore and
0: Sophie Conway. Steph Kiochi last week. I don't know if you saw the tweet, boys, but she said, uh, Kashi, you've been doing a great job on the wing, but you need to stop that tackling because you're giving the rest of the wing as a bad name for not putting <laughs> any pressure on. Uh, she was fantastic in this one. Eight tackles. So, so basically what is saying is uh, she's exposing her. <laughs> yes, pretty much much. Uh, eight tackles last week, seven this week, and she kicked a goal. Sophie Conway kicked a beautiful snag too. She's been elite, she, boys. I said last season her ability to impact the scoreboard has set her apart. She's doing it again this year. Yeah,
1: you know Kat, that she's my favourite winger in the comp. I know Orla is very high up there, but <laughs> I love Conway, because I think that she's that sort of player that you just don't think about, like a Mitch Duncan at Geelong, just mm. that player that just consistent every single week, Conway. yeah, They're
2: very similar types, aren't they? Yep. Orla and Sophie. Yep. They're, just, they're just sort of gung-ho. Like, I think Sophie's more of a two-way runner, whereas Ola, I think, is more offensively oriented. But they still... Clock up a lot of kilometres.
0: Absolutely. Uh, Kalinda, moving into the forward line, Calinda with my woman of the week. She gets the shot in there for a twenty-two and two. Centre half forward Kate Hoare, boys. Uh, she's been inaccurate a lot this year, but even though Casey Fields is blowing at hurricane <laughs> speeds, she managed to kick two goals one there. Uh, sixteen disposals and five tackles. Two. She's been so important to their linking play into the forward line this year, and it was great to see her actually getting on the board too in this one Hannah Ewing's docs woman of the week is on the half-forward flank You're 19 dis- if she's not in there 19 no. disposals 13 contested 9 clearances and 8 tackles along with those snags of course Courtney Wakefield, we talked a bit about her pre show at Miller, but she's been in some fantastic form, uh, and she's my full forward selection this week. Two goals, uh, an absolute marking target in the
1: day where it was pretty rotten conditions for a tall. She looked really good. Her hands have looked elite this year, Kat, and that's been the difference, I think, that she looks confident to fly at just about anything. Yeah, especially um, when
0: she had an injury-interrupted season last year. Yeah,
1: I think that affected her a bit. She, you could see sometimes she was a bit more passive, but now she looks really good. She looks like yeah. she's gone to a level that she just. Believes that she can beat anyone in the air, and that's what you need from from a marking target. She's Absolutely. been great, great the, call,
0: the great wall of Ireland as well. <laughs> Miller's woman from before. She's in the forward pocket for her two snags and her lovely pressure as well. On the bench, the best contested player in the league. I said it, boys. Georgie Press She is in there. No debate here. When you beat Jazzy Garner and Ashridell at their own game, you've got to be in the team. Thirty-two disposals, seven contested, nine tackles, and six clearances. She's just a gun. Emma Swanson led the Eagles mm. for basically everything in their win against the Giants boys. She had 23 disposals, 9 clearances, 9 tackles, and kicked a goal to extend the lead out. Uh, she's been awesome so far this season, Doc. I thought she was going to struggle with that extra responsibility with so mm. many youngsters in the team, but she almost seems rejuvenated.
2: She, she's been just, you talk about consistent players. I think Emma Swanson, since she, coming across from GWS, has been mm. epitome, uh, the epitome of consistency. She does every, every week. It's, it's you know, she, she goes in, wins all the hard ball, and does almost everything she can to yep. try and get the Eagles even close to a, a respectable scoreline. But she got them over the line. Her, her and Bella Lewis, it's like Master and Apprentice. <laughs>
1: That's what I was going to say with Swanson. If she c- does this the whole year? Cap the Eagles as competitive as they have been for the full season, It'll be good. Yeah, as long as Mickey Price stops putting Dana Hooker <laughs> in
0: the forward line, we will be all good. And Mickey, <laughs> <laughs> Sabrina Frederick as uh, my backup ruck option. She was fantastic against the Crows. Alison Downey was out of the team this week she and was dropped. Yeah, she was dropped. But Sab's strong. Sabs said, I'll, I'll take it on, and, and she did. 19 <laughs> hit-outs, 5 tackles, 3 marks, and a couple of really important efforts deep in defence to save goals too. I thought she had the better of McKinnon and Gould in this game, and she was fantastic.
2: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, just, it's just amazing to think that, you know, you she can you can, you can plot her as first ruck, and she can make so much more of an impact mm. as opposed to putting it, for, putting it full forward. Because we've had that discussion mm. many a times where after that initial aerial contest, she almost looks like a traffic cone when the yeah. ball's hit the
0: deck. Josh Bruce style. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Josh Bruce style. No, I th- this is probably the best yeah. wh- The best game I've seen her in getting around the ground in her whole career. So fantastic effort from her. Mon Conti, uh, what can I say about her, honestly? We held her down for the first quarter, but she's not a player you hold down for more than one. Uh, she had the 15 disposals, but I reckon every single one of those was her bursting out of the pack, getting space on the outside, finding a teammate five clearances, nine tackles, putting on the pressure when she wasn't getting the footy. And, of course, that snap from the pocket, Miller. How do you do that in pouring conditions with a wet footy off about a couple of steps under pressure? You
1: don't. You don't do it, and she has. The thing that no one talks about with Mon boys is her decision-making. That is the most, I think, underrated part of her game. She knows when to go. She knows when to be a bit more passive. She's just got the footy IQ of the greatest... Knowledge book ever. Well, I, I, I thought
0: firsthand we were pushing it to the
1: back, yeah. <laughs> the outside of the contest,
0: and she's still finding a way to get around players and get the ball. Uh, and it speaks to the the connection the midfield group's built as well. Quickly, Doc Grace Egan's only mm. new in there, but they're forming a beautiful little combo. Hosking um, t- playing that tagging role too. They like just it. look very really very like balanced that. at the moment.
2: Yeah, I was just gonna say, I, I think now that. Conti's got that midfield support around her and we were saying a couple of years ago when Richmond was just, you know, a one woman yeah. show, you know, you, you put you put a you put a you put a good midfield support around Conti and this and this team will flourish.
0: Helps and having Ellie McKenzie in there too. Yeah, and
2: Ellie <laughs> McKenzie. Oh my goodness.
0: <laughs> uh Abby Dowrick is my last selection for this team. Twenty four disposals, fourteen tackles, three clearances and a goal. A kid was elite. And like I said, she's gonna be battling now for the rising star with her teammate Hannah. Uh those two are definitely in very, very with good. With our favourite stead. though, Kent? Yeah, Scott. Scotty's up there too. She she was very, very close to kicking a couple of goals again on the weekend. Scotty, I think she battles hard even in
1: the worst I'm going to push this narrative all year. I I want her to win. (laughs) She needs to win. Get Scotty in.
0: Ewings might have a
2: word or two now. Yes, she might, definitely.
1: Rolling
0: All-Australian. Doc, what are the changes we've made from last week in here?
2: Uh, Well, it's actually settled a bit this week. Um, The last couple of weeks have seen multiple changes uh, roll roll through, but only the two this week, and they're both midfield rotations. So I I I can't help but not put Kessie Lehmann here anymore. Uh, She's got to be in the team, and I've, I've put her in there. And as well the woman who's leading the coaches association votes after four after four weeks georgia prasparcy she's is got in, to be is in as well um it was very stiff because i had Anne Hatchard nearly nearly there after her performance she's been in in pretty good touch all year but um the the outs uh uh, Eliza West, who had a, a probably her worst game of the season, yeah. and um, Maddie Prasparkas, who got tagged out of the game. It's it's it, this is a, the midfield spots are going to be cutthroat this this, mm. this season, Kat.
0: Oh yeah,
2: I mean I mean there's so many players there. Monconti are so stiff not to get in. Um, you know Hatchard as as, as established, uh, and so many and so many others as well. But uh, other than that, the the team's look the team looks pretty settled from last week. I'll put it up on the socials as well. Yes, um, we love yeah, it b- before the, before the weekend, but. You know, uh, Sheeran's still in there, Butler's got a spot in the um in the starting six. Bianca Jacobson was very close to being dropped as well. Ooh. Um, but I have kept her in there because I th- I think she I think she did she did just enough to, to keep her spot. Wings still still stay the same. We've got O'Dwyer and Paxman in there. Um but I think Sophie Conway's making a charge as well. Yep. Um I th- you just gotta keep an eye on that. Um, Paige Scott's still in there, didn't, didn't kick a goal this week I, I don't think no, she didn't. Um but she still
0: keeps her spot, Jessie Wardlaw's kicking nine goals straight <laughs> she's still in the team, <laughs> she's in good form I, I will say pre-season I did the uh, Lions season preview uh, on the Inner Sanctum and I said Jess it's a big year for Jessie Wardlaw because she was pretty ineffective when the Lions were down at times last year and she she's proved me wrong in this year.
2: Yeah, I know she's oh, the, the entire Brisbane forward line's looking looking like a million bucks at the moment. Um, Kate Shiloh is still leading the goal kicking as well with yep. Jesse Woodler, She's still in there. Greta Bodie's still in there as well. The rucks don't change as well. Brianne Moody and the Big Show still in there. <laughs> she she's leading the hitouts. How the big close show. is Talia
0: Hickey to that team talk?
2: She's she's oh, they're, they're, they're running close here. I mean, you've got Hickey, you've got Bella. Mm. Um, I had Erin McKinnon in, awesome. in the in the frame as well.
0: Yeah, McKinnon had a pretty quiet week this
2: yeah, week. Yeah, I was going to say. She she yeah she she was yeah a, a and little against bit the cool, D's she was pretty quiet too a, l- yeah. a little bit quieter but I th- I, th- I think she's been a uh, much improved figure yep. from from the uh, the from previous years when she was at the Giants um but yeah the um and and I've got Jess Ma- I've got Jess Mattin still in the, in yeah. the, oh, on the bench as the, rota- uh, on, as the forward rotation rotation she's I think second in the um I think she's behind Bodie in in general for and in general forwards for goals jeez. So uh, so <laughs> that, that yeah Jesus is Jesus <laughs> je- is right. Uh, sorry she equal second along with yeah. uh, Paige Scott for uh, for je- for um mid-sized general forwards for she for goals. A good year. Very, very she, good, she, yeah. she, she's been solid. She oh, every time she has a shot for goal, Jess Matin. I, I feel like a broken record. <laughs> Something's going to so happen. You just know it's going yeah. in, or, or <laughs> it's going to run close.
1: She's got the confidence as well to kick her from just about anywhere. Oh,
2: she, she is a phenomenal player, and, and as well, Kate Horst still in there. The two yeah. goals have kept her in into the team. But I'll have have the full team up. Very good. <laughs> uh, very good on, on the socials. And before we go forward, Cat, uh, just yes. on, on the thirty disposals uh, AFL, the the AFLW um social media page put out the post of uh, of. Of the uh, players who've reached their disposal, only five players have ever done it. Jeez! So and 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 Georgie and, and Chaz joined join the club so uh, is all it on the weekend. Radel
0: Conti, uh, who's oh. gotten them?
2: Oh, sorry, these these are the youngest players we've got. Oh, youngest, players. Sorry, the youngest players, sorry, the youngest players have got thirty thirty disposal. Conti'd still be in there. Conti will be in there, yeah. <laughs> but um, you've got Georgie Persparks and Charlie Robot, th- uh two of the three youngest players to get to thirty disposal or more.
0: It's a couple of special players right there. I'm very, very happy that
1: we get to watch them Play footy because they. You know, are just you know the best thing as well about it, cat, is that they're only going to get better each year. We've got we've got nearly fifteen years of watching them. We've got a crop some of the best young players coming through the comp right now, and it's a privilege to watch them.
2: And 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 the thing is, you know, it's going to get better.
1: Mm.
0: Yes. Jazzy Fleming surely won't be far from getting oh. on that list by the end of the year. Stop no. it, made love, Jazzy.
2: If she doesn't get thirty disposals by the end of the season, I'll I'll eat my hat. <laughs>
0: <Sure>. <laughs> Let's get into our tips, boys. Uh pretty successful round for all of us last week. Miller's gained ground by on me by one. Her Seven for you, seven for Doc as well. So you've extended the lead by one, and I got six. So I'm sitting on twenty-seven at the uh-huh. moment. What does that put you on, Miller? Twenty-five.
1: Yes. Uh, and
0: yes. I, and
2: and I'm on thirty.
0: Docs on thirty.
2: So
1: it's getting a bit closer. I'm on twenty-six. I'm only well, on twenty. 22. Oh, geez, getting close oh. to the bottom.
2: Mm. So, so I'm, I'm I'm three ahead, but I reckon this is, this is going to be a good round to to get some ground. Okay. I think
0: it is, and it starts on Thursday. Arvo with West Coast and Frio the. Derby is back. I actually have a sneaking suspicion, boys, that West Coast could win no. this one. One of my pre-season no. predictions was West Coast winning their first. Oh. If there's any time to do it, it'd be now.
2: Uh, I mean, I agree with that last yeah. comment, but I just...
0: I agree that Freo played their best game all year last week. <sighs> Cus- Cuspertson and O'Sullivan back in is a huge tick. And obviously, that Cuspertson didn't have too much of an impact, but O'Sullivan showed her leadership. Freo there. knew to kick some goals.
1: They didn't need to Simple kick more goals. Simple as that, Doc. If they want to win this game, they need to kick more goals.
0: Ty needs <laughs> to not miss from... <laughs> from 10 metres 10 here. Meters
1: out. Mim Mimstrom
0: needs to compete in the ruck. Lekay had a really good game I was very... Di- I'm, I, I've
2: been very disappointed with
0: Mimstrom. Yeah. That's uh, her favourite, and she's Moody no longer. demolished her in this game.
2: No, no, I I still like her. i just I I just, I just want on the, <laughs> I,
0: I, lift I, I lift just lift
2: me wa- I just wanted to lift. Lift me.
0: Levitate lift Min. What? Lift me. <laughs> I think she's gotta beat La this she has week, to. boys. She, she
1: needs is, for that's gonna be crucial. For her confidence as well, Kat. Mm. And and for Freo getting over top. Yep. Yep.
2: I I agree. Um I'm I'm gonna go Freo boys. I I think they're finally I, I think they've finally found that I uh, finally turned the corner and yeah, very very unlucky. Not well, I say unlucky, but I think when Anya Tieders it uh, misses Misses from point blank you range. You deserve. You deserve not to win.
1: Lucky to get a draw. Um, yeah. you deserve to lose. Um, I'm understand your views, Cat. Mm. I'm going to go Fremantle, though. I think it. that they will bounce back. Mid, mid, Lone soldier
2: midfield. That midfield battle is going to be huge, Cat. It is going to be huge. Margins,
1: or is that margin next game? Margin uh, next game m- for some m- reason. M- margin for the next game. For <laughs> Don't really seven. understand. Uh,
0: Geelong and St Hilda at Kardinia Park. Uh, I, th- I want to say the Cats can win this, boys. I think they'll bounce back.
1: I think the Saints. Uh,
0: Look, I, the, the pro, I, I want
2: to say, I want to say, Fitzpatrick
0: back in is good.
2: I want to say the Saints, but they, I said that last week and they let mm. me down.
0: No McDonald still.
2: I I just I can't but trust this Geelong team, like mm, I, like no. to, to kick a winning score. That that's my problem, and 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 the problem and and the Saints is that they they know <laughs> how. They've got forwards who can kick a goal, but <laughs>
1: yeah. they can't stop them.
2: Um, yeah,
1: I'm saying the Cats. Cats will do it um, at home. They'll yeah. do it. Well, I'm, I'm saying St. Kilda.
2: I'm going to say the Saints by five points. I'm
1: going
2: to say eight. Fifteen. All right. Some good it, it's, it's, it's going to be close. <laughs> it's going to be cl- I, It was a close game last season, wasn't it? Yeah, man, it was these
0: some oh. Juicy tips here. It was one of the games the Saints nearly won.
2: Yeah, well, one of the games the Saints Jeez, what about won. this
0: game? North and the Bulldogs oh. at Punt Road.
2: What, why are we at 90%? What? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, I don't know, Doc. On uh, the AFL W-tipping... They've got you at 33%, so some very different um, tipping there.
2: Must be some chums at ESPN here. (laughs)
0: Um, I think North...
2: It's a good game. It's going to be a real good uh, test to see where we really are.
0: Yeah, I think so. I'm going to back North in. I think they've just got the little bit extra composure in these kind of games, but I'm not ruling your mob out, Doc. I'm not ruling my mob out either, but I just... I'd like to see where this forward line sits mm. because I'm It's a s- good defense they're going up against.
2: B- because I'm still like we know Gabby's going to be great and she's been very good <laughs> so far this year. Uh, Celine Moody's had v- patches where she's where she's uh, come out in, in 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 a blaze of glory. Mm. Um but uh, apart from that I'm not mm, Rocky's been pretty quiet. I yeah, didn't, yeah. Know, didn't know she played last week. <laughs> um yeah, look I will go north but yeah I, I won't I won't back I won't I won't not count my mob out.
1: Miller Good point. Look, I want to see how the north tours go in this game, Kat. This is Mm. what I'm really interested to see, is get a gauge uh, for that. I'm going to go north Melbourne, though, but the doggies – there's one thing they, they do is that they fight hard against good teams. Yep. So I think this will be a good contest, as mentioned.
0: Speaking of good contests, oh, I cannot wait for this one. few big outs in this game between Collingwood and Essendon. Mm. Jackie Vott suspended for a week, which I'm not pleased about. <laughs> don't know why we didn't even appeal, but anyway. Uh, Jamie Lambert a bit sore. Chloe Malloy looked a bit sore at the end of the game.
2: Jamie Lambert's been sore for a few weeks now. Yeah,
0: she has. She, I think she's carrying something. I, I
2: think she was playing more forward uh, yeah, on, on, on the weekend. didn't
0: have the... This capability to jump in the midfield. Didn't see, yeah, much of her in there at all. Yeah, um, so could be a couple of big outs of both teams. I think I'll say Collingwood have got the the quality to do it, but <sighs> I reckon this is type of game though. Yeah, without Cam- Vought, I'm a bit nervous. Yeah. I want to see Amelia Radford come in, Doc. If we need someone in the midfield, get Radford in. Rad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is the sort of game that. Oh,
2: yeah. uh, I'm. I'm split. I, I feel, I want to go your mob cap. Mm. So do go, I. I want to go your mob because uh, look, the Colin would have been good. Um, I just look, Michaela Kansas star. She's she a star.
0: She had a great game on the weekend.
2: It'd be, be a very good, be very good to see how, how we she love the stacks ball. up. And, 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 and Slasher has been, been pretty good around the midfield yep. as well. She's starting, she's starting to really pick up some steam.
0: Geordie Allen, Lauren Butler, both been very consistent Ooh. defense wing as well.
2: Ooh, we like Lauren Butler, don't we, Oh Yes. Um, um, for now, I'm going to pick Essendon, but I'm just going to wait until I see the teams. Miller? Oh
0: shit! Um, <laughs> I'll go Pies pending teams as All well. Right. I think Williamson keeps her spot. Doc, she showed enough yeah. in that last quarter. Yeah,
2: I'll, 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 I thought. I thought she. I thought she was very promising. Runs hard. Does runs
1: very hard.
0: Very good across yeah. the uh, other half. We have to tip on?
1: someone for this game, Kate. <laughs>
0: Sydney and Hawthorne. At Punt Road for some interesting reason. Yeah. Insert sleeping well, shack meme.
2: T- 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 <laughs> I told told my partner I was going to go. Well, I'm going to go to um to watch both the dogs in North and Collingwood Essendon, but I'm not going to stick around for this game because <laughs> I'm not going to subject <laughs> myself to watching. I won't be watching, sticking around for this one either. To watching trash. Um, uh, oh. um, oh, Hawthorn. <laughs>
0: It's hard. I think Hawthorne have been playing the better
1: footy, just not getting the scoreboard yeah. reward. J-
2: J- Jazzy, Jazzy Fleming goes off for 30?
1: <laughs> Maybe. I, I, I agree with that, Kat. Yeah. I think the have the two teams. Mm. I just think Sydney's defence is literally Swiss cheese. Yeah, it kind of is. I just is. don't know who you, you made
2: the point uh, earlier in the week, Kat, on, on our chat about mm. Ella Heads. Yes, yeah, very she's underrated,
0: Ella. Oh, 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 had the big jobs in the back line.
2: Oh, I agree. I, I think she's. I think she's been very solid for Sydney. Been a, been a good plus for her, but because she had some mates, yeah, be good. If Lisa Steen could introduce herself to the footy, <laughs> she's been
1: very poor to say it lightly.
2: Be also good if Alicia Newman could introduce herself to the footy. Well, she can't. Yeah, well, she, she doesn't can.
0: know what it looks like. Yeah,
2: nothing.
1: So uh,
0: go, I'm, I'm, I'm going Hawthorn cat. Yeah, I'm. I'm back in the Hawks. Inside 50s, they beat St Kilda. In them, uh, Only minus five against Richmond and uh, minus a few against the Dogs. <laughs> but I think they've shown they do have the capability to get the ball inside 50. Um, and it and generate some opportunities, though, from them. Yeah, is the issue. I think the Swans' back line is, yeah, obviously hurting at the moment. And if there's any defensive group, they're going to be able to score against the stairs. Yeah, yep. that's so fair. So, I'm back in the Hawks.
1: So <laughs> that's a good assessment. Yeah, I agree. Friday
0: night, Carlton and Melbourne. Melbourne.
1: <laughs> Not <laughs> Mal- yeah, Mal- yeah, <laughs> Melbourne. Yeah, Melbourne.
0: No Vessio this week. Oh. Phoebe McWilliams' well, season no, is over. It might blessing,
2: Doc. Yeah, well, it's not like, not like it's going to matter. Darcy Vessio's been largely ineffective yeah. the last, I just the last the couple Structure-wise, structure
0: though, yes. McWilliams and Vessio out is big blow. I was going to say, it'll be interesting
2: what, what, to see what, who what steps a, what up. Hap, what happened with
0: McWilliams? Uh, she's had a season ending. She's gone. I think it was a foot fracture or something along those lines. <laughs> <McGon>. <laughs> um So she's done for the rest of the year. Oh, yeah, that's oh. poor
1: for me.
2: Yeah, no, that's that, that's that's the that's a disgrace from you, Alex. <laughs>
1: <laughs> She's McGon, cat. Um,
2: <laughs> yeah, no, Melbourne. See you
1: later. I just think that yeah, I want to see who steps up, cat, forward, yep. forward, of the ball because well, Jess Goods obviously going to have a it's, role. It's to just
2: play. it's just the same contributors every week, cat. Mm. It, 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 it's Kez, it's Keely Skepper, it's Mimi Hill, Tammy McKay, it's Gab Pound, it's yep. Lalawife, and
0: then drops off from there. <laughs> yeah, and no nobody else. <laughs> Okay, um, I'm going Melbourne no. as well. They have four out, so I'll get the other ones up as well, boys.
2: Uh, well, whilst we do that, let's talk about the next game. Uh, mm. Sat- Saturday morning, the, uh, I, you know what? I, whilst we do, before before Cat says that, I, I just like to say I, I would I I cannot be any more happy to see the arse end of these games. Oh, uh, no uh,
0: more eleven bloody ten games.
2: I, I literally woke up on Saturday morning watching GWS West Coast.
1: Don't talk to me about the fixtures. Um,
2: that's disgusting. And, and, and and as well, the the overlapping times just absolutely mm. suck. Uh, at um, the other
0: end of the ground as well, boys, Paige Trudgeon will miss. Yeah. Oh, and Amelia bad. Vallada is out too with her concussion. Oh, it's concussion two for Trudgeon. So, Dees will kick about
1: 14 goals on yes, them. Yes, with all that said, I'm still staying <laughs> with Melbourne.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, big test to your mob here, Miller. I know you're keen to see how they take on Brisbane. the Lions. Uh, Brisbane will win, I think. Brisbane. <laughs>
2: Yes. Look, Undefeated. I think it'll be a 10-goal win, mate.
0: I think at home it'll be interesting.
2: Nah, it
1: won't be a 10-goal win. Um, <laughs> be if
0: Beck Miller comes back in, I rate your back line to
1: try and weather the storm. I just, Yeah, I just don't know about how many goals we're going to kick on the Brisbane defence. Mm.
2: I, I think it actually might be a really competitive game. Yeah. I,
1: I think you, I think your midfield stack up well. Yeah, The, the mid-battle will be good. I think the, it'll be pretty ba-
2: even. backs go well. I'd like to see how, I'd like to see who goes, who gets a job on Wakefield. I would like to see the wingers have to work defensively
1: though. Yeah, well, who, are, who are the wingers at the moment? Well, I actually, yeah, Levy. Yeah, well, Levy is one. I think Hosking Hosk- the other one. Yeah, but he's been everywhere. Hosking. Um, mm. Yeah, look, I, I think they need to work back defensively against a good Brisbane team. I'll go to Lions. So yeah, three and three line. You haven't played the Lions in two seasons, Miller. They beat you by
0: twenty nine points last time. Is that a, a, it? It was a punt road. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I think you're in a much better place now than you were then. Obviously, we'd well, hope so. That was the year they also won a flag. Yeah, well, so what? So they uh. beat Richmond, they win a flag. No,
1: no. <laughs> I'm <was laughs> saying they're in good form then too. I think maybe they win a flag. Yeah. Uh, I'll go
0: Brisbane. I'll, I'll go Brisbane too. But I, I think your girls really will compete hard. Mm, in this I line. hope so.
1: Yeah, I think I think it'll be a good game. I want to see. I just want to see four quarters of yep. effort. Effort. <laughs> effort.
0: Uh, Sunday, this is going to be a good game too. Mm. Gold Coast and Port Adelaide. I'm going to be watching this one with keen interest, this boys. Is, yeah, I'm with you here, Ken. So it says you're says at Bond University on, on the
2: AFLW website, but it says here yeah, on the ESPN a- website, it says uh, Subaru Oval. Uh,
0: <laughs> I don't know where that is. We, uh, is that in Japan, Doc? Uh,
2: <laughs> no. Might be the backseat of the car. <laughs> oh, bring the first first the Suns played but, on the floating
1: but, but stadium, and now they're playing in a car. back, the, the back
2: seat of Joyce's car? Or <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, we
1: know that everyone loved the China games for the men, so Go we got the Japan, Japan game yeah. for
0: the women. Um, oh. I'm going to back the Suns at home. They've, they've played a lot better at home, or in their home state, at the very least, uh, than they have away. Port, obviously, will be carrying a lot of confidence in this game, and so they should, but... I think the Suns have settled. Yeah,
1: I, 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 I think I think
2: the yeah I think the Suns get up in a yeah. clo- in a close one. I think Port will have one of those another one of those games where they they lead, but then they just fall away late because I think the Suns just sort
0: of are in that same
2: bracket as Port. I think.
0: Yep. Final game of the round. Crows, Crows and Giants. Yeah, Crows.
2: How how shit was GWS? <laughs> <laughs> it's almost it's almost as <laughs> if Alan McConnell took t- took the reins again. The
1: spirit. The spirit of old <laughs> Alan. The spirit. The, the, the ghost of Alan McConnell just uh, sort of turned up at Giant Stadium, Let was me it? think. Not GWS. I not t- GWS.
0: No, I, tip, I tip Crows. Go Crum.
1: Seven goal win.
0: Oh, yeah, they probably could, hey. Uh, if uh, they, uh, they need Ponta back in.
2: Yeah. I think the, Crow, the Crows need one of these games because I think they've been a little bit shaky. Mm. Uh, the Crows. Not, not
0: convincing wins. They haven't
2: been very convincing.
0: No. They've gotten it done. They've gotten the four points but not convincing wins. Well, it'll be a whooping this week. <laughs> yeah, well, you'd hope so. It'll be a whoopin'. All well, right, that's all the games. So I think that's going to be all from us on this week's episode of the A3 Footy Podcast. Make sure you stick around for our men's episodes grand final preview coming up. It's going to be a massive one, boys. I cannot wait for that. Make sure you follow us across all our socials so you stay up to date when new episodes come out. A3 Footy Podcast on Facebook and Instagram, at A3 Footy on Twitter, and of course, the email, a3footy at gmail.com. With all that said, I've been Alex Catalano. I've been Alex Miller. And I've been Alex Doherty. Make sure you stay tuned for our men's episode. As I said, we're so close to the grand final and more good AFLW to come.